This is Justin and Erica from You Are Creators, and we have a special guest today. A very well-known author and speaker, Josh Tungo. Welcome, Josh. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. It's good to be here. Nope. No problem. Joshua Tungle is an author, a speaker, and a healing practitioner. He has authored the best-selling book, So You Thought You Knew, Letting Go of Religion, and more recently, The Secret to Awesomeness. Uh, the title alone is just great. <laughs> Joshua, <laughs> you can tell those, those two yeah. are very different from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Joshua comes with a fresh new approach to spirituality and a very, very interesting story. We are so excited to be here with Joshua. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm excited to you guys. <laughs> okay, Josh, tell us just just a little bit more about your background and your experiences. Okay. Uh, well, my background, I actually grew up um, as a Christian, so I actually grew up in what you would call, typically would be called fundamentalist Christianity, so I was very religious growing up. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Pentecostal tradition um, within oh, yeah. Christianity. Yeah, so that's what I grew up in, which is actually the denomination that actually believes in, like, healing and spiritual gifts and all those types of things. But when I got older, um, I had some experiences in my life that where I became more skeptical. Um, by the age of 17, so I actually became more conservative. And then at that time, uh, that, yeah, that's when I was about 17 years old, um, I started uh, studying something called apologetics. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but apologetics is basically a field where you study the intellectual arguments for Christianity. And so I became hmm. heavily involved in this, where my, my worldview was very much my views are the only right way, and that's it. <laughs> and then everybody else, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> right. So, um, I, I studied that for several years. I studied under some well-known theologians and philosophers and apologists at a well-known evangelical school here in California. And that's what I basically wanted to do, um, was to just travel the world and to prove Christianity is true. So I taught apologetics. Um, I was an evangelist at one time, and then eventually I even became a missionary to the Philippines. So I've always been a type to really question things, but it was always in the sense of I'll just question religion, just other religion, just so I could critique it. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm -hmm. but when I got older, uh, when I became a missionary, I reached a point in my life where I started to question everything, <laughs> like every, mm -hmm. even my own fundamentalist beliefs that it was just too scary for me to even question because that's what I was raised with my entire life. You know, and I was actually defending it you know, for so many years. And so I reached that point um, in the Philippines where I started to question, like, the, the the major stuff that I was taught in Christianity. And that opened up doors for me to um, explore other ideas, which ultimately, of course, just led me to where I'm at today. And so, yeah, so that that's like a summary of just a little bit of my, my background of, like, my, my okay. thoughts. And so I was exploring things like, you know, different types of healing modalities. I was just doing the Christian healing back in the day, you know, casting out demons and all doing that. And mm -hmm. then I started exploring different <laughs> other types, you know, like energy healing and, and so forth. So, You know, Josh, your background is so similar to mine. I mean... It's your story, huh? <laughs> it's our story. I was raised in a strict Pentecostal church. I okay. mean, strict. Okay. And we went to church maybe four days out of a week. And no exaggeration, seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
But um, tell us about your new book, The Secret to Awesomeness. Yeah, um, it's a lot different from my first one. <laughs> okay. So my first one's more, more on the serious side. I talk about my journey, but the second one, um, it's not a book about theology, but it's more of a self-help book, uh, metaphysics, whatever you want to call it. And it's just a book about uh, wanting to empower people to create the life that they've always wanted, which is a subtitle. And so I deal with a lot of important topics, I think, that everybody deals with. And there's subjects like loving yourself, uh, healing your body, uh, manifesting money, finding purpose, achieving your goals, etc. So it's a self-help book. Um, and I take, you know, I'm setting on the shoulders of giants. So it's a lot of the material that I've learned from people like Napoleon Hill and mm. uh, Norman Vincent Peale, Joseph Murphy, those guys, you know, Florent, Florent Shin, and uh, just sharing my own my own experiences, my own stories to um, just make it more relevant, you know, more relatable for people today. So. Awesome. Okay. Okay, so Josh, you have a chapter um on the subconscious mind. Can you give us a little more information on the subconscious mind and how we can use it to our benefit? Sure. Yeah, so I make a distinction um between like I, I mentioned in the chapter that we actually have two minds. And so we have something called a conscious mind, which is a rational mind, and a subjective mind. And so the conscious mind is actually the one that analyzes all the information and actually decides. So just like you guys decided to call me this morning, um, you're going to pick up your, your kids at school later. And and the subconscious mind is different. It's the irrational mind. And it's, mm. it's their mind that actually reacts based upon the information <clears throat> that's stored in it. And so it actually functions 24-7 because it actually orchestrates all of your bodily functions like pumping blood, digestion, and breathing, etc. You know, and basically it can't even tell the difference between uh, quote unquote reality and, and the thoughts in your head, <laughs> you know. Right. So, but what your subconscious does accept as true, and this is what's really important for people to remember, is what you feel to be true. And so, here's here's my uh, example that I gave in the book is, like, let's just say, for example, and I'm sure you can relate to this if you grew up as a Christian. I grew up reading something called devotionals growing up. You know, like you mm-hmm. have a special book to accompany your Bible, and so you would read that every morning, and then you feel really, really good. You know, like you feel blessed to whatever you want to use, words you want to use. And then later on, like for some reason, you just start feeling like crap all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, like out of the blue. It's just like, you know, and what happened is that they don't realize that once again, it's you have two minds. So your conscious mind, you want to feel good and you want to feel inspired for the day, but your subconscious mind is actually the one running the show. And so people right. don't realize that we actually operate from our subconscious mind 95% of the time. And so if you exactly. want to change your world, it's not just merely in your conscious mind, but if you want to change your world, you got to reprogram your subconscious mind. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Okay, yeah. so do we have the ability to create? And if so, where did this power come from? Yeah, so <clears throat> this ability to create is something that we all are capable of doing. And this power that I mentioned in the book, it's not this power that's a deity outside of you. Uh, but it's this power that's within, as I would call it, like this this infinite intelligence. It's this consciousness of that's capable of infinite possibilities. And so, instead of looking outside of yourself for the power, I'm encouraging people to to look within, and you just have to tap into it. And, and tapping into it is nothing special. It's just merely waking up to who you are and recognize what you're able to do, pretty much. Okay. So, Josh, what is your definition of God? Okay. My definition. My definition of God is that I don't have a definition. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, this is just for me. I mentioned this in my first book. Um, it's it, in a way, it's an unanswerable question. 
um, because our words can't totally define God. It's just merely a way for us to explain, uh, ways for us to understand, like, on a human level. And so these days, I, you know, I could say, I, I would hesitate to say dogmatically, God is like this, God is like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just for me having to change my views th- so much throughout the years, and I even went to seminary, for goodness sake, you know, um, mm. I'd have to qualify my statement and say, I believe God is like this. I believe okay. God is like that. You know, so so I would start off with, is, what, is to talk about what God is not. And so I would say, God is not out there. God is not some sort of deity that's separate or apart from us. Uh, God is not like his highest being, you know, but the way I would understand it is to, to borrow the language of Paul Tillich, this philosopher who say God is the ground of, I believe God is the ground of all being, you know, I believe that God is the source of everything. Um, and so what mm. I talk about in my, in my lectures and when I speak around the country is that I try not to, um, sound too arrogant and make it seem like I figured it all out, but I would talk about my right. experience, my experience of God. Instead of, like I said, instead of saying, God is like this. So I have these experiences that I have that I would identify as God. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, and so ultimately, just to sound cliche, right, um, I believe God is love. <laughs> but then again, we can debate about what is love. <laughs> you know? right. um, but yeah, it, that's basically it. So ultimately, I can't define it, but this is the way I understand God at this time of my life. Okay, okay. Now, let's... Let's touch on the power of belief. Can okay. you heal yourself with Absolutely. your belief? Absolutely. Um, okay. You know, even in medical science, there is this connection between uh, the mind and the body where they're actually intertwined. And so, believe it or not, beliefs actually determine the function of our body where they they can either make us sick or make us well. And I'm sure you guys have probably heard of uh, Lisa Rankin. She wrote Mind Over Medicine. Oh, yes. Absolutely. You know, yeah, you know. So she she said that, you know, you change your thoughts, you change your behaviors, and you change your behaviors, you change your biochemistry. So this is not like some new age metaphysical thing. You know, it's not just like it's woo. It's, it's, it's physiology, you know. And even Bruce Linton, who I'm sure you're familiar with as well, is like, I was able to learn from him this whole idea, this field of study called epigenetics. And so just to keep it real short, I just learned from him that the way you interpret the world, whether it's through love or through fear, does have the power to change like the cellular environment in your body. You know, so for example, if you if you interpret your world, you believe this world is full of love and et cetera, it, it does release certain chemicals, positive chemicals into your blood that does lead to healthy growth. <laughs> you know, right. but if you open up your eyes and then you see this world with fear, you know, all of a sudden it releases these stress hormones and inflammatory agents into the blood and it negative, negatively affects the cells and it could even cause them to die. So in other words, mm. our interpretation, our beliefs, it's, it's everything. It controls our destiny. But people don't realize that, which is why they right. play the victim role. And which is why, you know, your, your channel, the stuff that I'm doing, it's empowering people to tell you, hey, you don't have to be the victim, but your ideas do matter because they have consequences. And so, yes, the mind and our beliefs can heal the body. Okay. Okay, so what is your take on spirituality? Would you say that it is totally different from religion or is it connected in some way? Um, well... And I would say there, there are some distinctions because obviously this is a question I get all the time. And so I would say that religion has to do more with like these artificial distinctions. You know, so religion would make this the distinction between this is secular, uh, this is sacred, this is 
common and this is holy, this is unholy, etc. Um, the problem with religion, in my understanding, is that it's only concerned with part of life. Uh, spirituality, mm. on the other hand, for me, is that spirituality is life. So everything's spiritual. And when I was growing up, like I said, like with religion, it's like I have this life of church and my faith in, on this side, <laughs> and then I have this whole other world that's more fun, and I'm doing breakdancing, and that's not considered spiritual. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so what I'm seeing these days, or I've been seeing for for several years now, is that me spending time with my wife is just as spiritual as reading a religious book or something like that. And so I'm trying mm-hmm. to show people God is in everything. And it, and then once you see God in everything, it changes your whole world. Okay. Back to religion. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so where do you think religion went wrong? Um. Well, I think where they went wrong when it comes to the laws is that you know, the universe plays no favorites, as I mentioned right. in my book. And and like I said, you know, when I was growing up, um, we as the Christians, we grew up with God's favor. <laughs> we're the ones that are blessed and prospering. Right. And, and anybody who was making money or getting healed, it was probably demonic, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and the devil was, you yeah. know, had favor in their lives. And so where where religion went wrong is that they created this whole us versus them mentality. Right. And what I've come to discover, which is why I'm more open these days, is that, you know, these principles, these laws that govern everything, this whole universe, um, it, it's basically woven into the very fabric of the universe, and it's available to anyone, anytime, and anywhere. So so healing, uh, prosperity, etc., it doesn't just belong to one group or sect or even one special, quote-unquote, anointed person. It's available to everybody. And it resides right. in everybody, which which is a, it's a beautiful thing <laughs> when you think about it. You know that it doesn't just happen just because you grew up in a particular religion, but but it's just who you are. Right. So, Josh, let's talk about money. All right. How can we <laughs> how can we manifest money into our lives? Okay. Um, well, first off, I would tell people, you know trust that this universe is a friendly universe. So that that's mm-hmm. a start. You know, either you believe this universe is for you or it's against you. And that makes a big difference in your life when you're when you're in a tough situation financially, you know. And um secondly I would tell people start to distance yourself from people <laughs> who instill doubt in you or make you feel like crap when it comes to money. You know, so I would right. tell people start hanging out with people that could help you reach your financial goals. I remember uh Steve Harvey was uh, in an interview with Oprah, he said, you know, if nine of your friends are broke, you're going to be number 10. And so it's true <laughs> that we tend to, you know, uh, act like and, and, and resonate with a lot of people that are around us, you know. So in other words, choose your friends wisely. Another thing that I would encourage people to do is to start counting your blessings. And that's something that you can do even now, Gratitude, you know. Right. And um, I mentioned even in the book, you know, it could, you could just have a few coins in your pocket or just a clothes on your back or, or just, you have shoes to walk in. And then you could just start to feel prosperous. And for some reason that I don't understand how it all works, uh, the more you focus on feeling good and staying at a higher vibration, just certain things just start coming into your life somehow. Um, I don't know how it all works, though. You know, so when it comes to, like, like, let's just say you have a few bills. Just lay them out in front of you and just start feeling them in your hands. If I'm talking about, like, practical ways you can start to feel good. You just do whatever it takes to make you feel good about money. And somehow 
you're able to attract more of it into your life. Now, if you want to get into the more quote-unquote practical sense of money, you know, I tell people, learn to pay yourself first. That means, like, before you pay off your bills, learn how to invest, you know, into, like, stocks and stuff like that. You could also, um, when, when you receive a bill, like the bills that you owe, uh, you know, I would tell people just close your eyes and say thank you and just already acknowledge that your bill's already paid even if you don't you can have the money in your bank account already. Right. You're just yeah. acknowledging it already, trusting that the universe is good and somehow, once again, don't worry about the how, it'll be paid for because in a sense it's already paid because all possibilities exist. So what you're doing is that you're bringing that reality yes. into your own life now. You know, and so th- there's many ways that you can do it through vision boards, <laughs> you know, um, affirmations, Stuff, you know, saying stuff like I'm getting richer every day or money comes easy to me, but don't, but you don't just say it, you actually feel it. And that's where the power comes because that's why there's a lot of people like myself back in the day. I would like, I'm rich, I'm rich, <laughs> and then I don't feel rich, <laughs> you know. And so I'm trying to show people you got to feel the word, so to speak. You got to you know, feel that's it. where there's power. You got to feel, it. Gotta feel it. So those are the different ways. And I'll never forget. Uh, this, this group of people, I, I didn't even know who they were, and I mentioned this in the book, where they, they flew, they, they jumped on a plane just to meet my wife and I, and I didn't know who they were, and they were sensing that they, you know, God told them to meet me or something like that. And so we met up, and they just started sharing to me stories about money. And then they said, Josh, you know, people use money, you know, people use the money that they have, and then they decide what they want. We decide what we want, and then the money comes. And when they said that to me, I was like, wow, that really resonates with me because that's, that's what I've been doing, you know, because there were times when I was a missionary, I didn't have the money, but then when I would, like, start to believe, all of a sudden, the money would come, you know. But usually, like, some people would be like, oh, I don't have it, so I'm not going to get it. But I'm having the perspective now, it's like, you want it? Believe it. You know, something, mm-hmm. you, you can attract the money somehow and create it. I love that. I love that. I love it. Okay, so, <clears throat> okay, Josh. What are some of your personal manifestation experiences? Okay. Like with anything? With anything. Okay. Using using the universal laws. Sure. Um, like a big one in my life uh was healing. And so okay. back in two thousand five, um I was I was break dancing at a party. <laughs> I was I was battling some guy and I injured my back, and it was it was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've been dancing my whole life, so that was like a big thing for me. So I was battling some guy, and um, and I ended up getting something called a herniated disc and suffering something called sciatica. So, Ouch. yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or your audience, but what yeah. happened was is that in my spine, in between your vertebrae are your discs, and um, it was actually getting crushed, and so it was bulging mm-hmm. out. And it was something called a sciatic nerve, and it was shooting down to my leg. So, in other words, for a while, I, like it hurt like hell. And mm. not too long after that, I was diagnosed like with a condition called gastroesophageal reflux disease, which is GERD, mm. the problem with my throat. And so, I had these two things at the same time, pretty much at the same time in my life. So, that was one of the worst times in my entire life, physically and emotionally. And that was a time that I was not into healing. <laughs> I was skeptical mm. at that time in my life. Right. And um, so I went on this journey where I met this I met this guy who was miraculously healed and has had the most well-documented miracle I've ever seen in my whole life, you know, documentation from UCLA, from Germany, et cetera, and it influenced me. And so at that time, 
I started investigating and, and looking into healing more and understanding that my healing has already taken place. So in, in my world at that time, of course, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. And so that doesn't make any sense to me, right, realistically speaking. But mm-hmm. in faith, this is where the faith comes. That just sounds crazy to people. When I would pray, quote-unquote, I would pray for my body, and I would believe that I'm already healed. And then I would see myself already healed to the point where I'd actually feel it. And then not too long after that, this is just one of the, my greatest testimonies I could ever share. My, my back's healed and my, my gird is totally gone. Totally. Wow. And uh, like if, if you ask me what I eat every day, you'll, you'll trust me. My gird is gone. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things I couldn't eat before. Like I couldn't eat anything, man. Like I couldn't eat like acidic stuff, chocolate, soda, Filipino food, you know. Uh, but now I like I pretty much eat everything that I want without any fear. I could eat at midnight. I know that's stuff that people don't recommend. I'm just saying I eat with no fear, and that's something mm-hmm. that I cherish to this very day. And uh, even now, my my back's good. I don't have any back problems. I'm 34 years old now. Um, you know, I, I could carry heavy things, and every day I'm still reminded of my healing every single day. And that's how much gratitude I have in my heart because I never thought when I was in my mid 20s that my life, I thought my life was going to be ruined you know after my mm-hmm. back injury because i couldn't carry any, i couldn't even carry a laptop i would i would literally just like fall to the ground when i'm in school <laughs> i would fall out of nowhere <laughs> because it would oh shoot my down goodness. to my legs and i had many nights where i would cry just be like man what the hell is this you know I would, god why are you doing this to me i'm a pastor right. you know <laughs> I, I would blame god and then i didn't mm-hmm. realize that the responsibility was was on me and and, and believing in who i am and what i'm capable of doing and so I'm, see, I'm even just getting emotional just thinking about it right now. I'm just so thankful that, that my future right. is still bright because, um, you know, one day, you know, I don't have any kids yet. I know you guys have kids already. I was yeah. always scared that I would never be able to carry my child, you know. So now I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, There's just a lot of things to be thankful for. That's awesome. I love hearing the healing stories. Um, So, Josh, can you just share with our listeners some of the projects that you're working on right now? Cool, yeah. Um, I just finished my audio book just recently for my latest book, so that took me a while. Um, I did that all myself um, in my own home. Um, I'm also working on my new book, my next book already. And I have so many books in my head, guys. <laughs> like <there's too> many. <laughs> And so um, this one might be a little bit different, as always, just trying to explore. So it might actually mm-hmm. be a novel. Who knows? Oh, cool. um, and, um, and I just started my coaching, my coaching business, and that just started last night. And oh, so I've, awesome. I've been working on that. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that's fresh. pretty much what I'm working on right yeah. now. Um, we'll probably be doing some traveling here and there throughout the year because uh, we're actually moving back to the Philippines. And so, oh, really? my, yeah, we're moving back. So my wife, before I was talking with you guys, uh, we were just talking about bringing bringing my my mother in law here, you know, to to visit America before we head back. And so we love it in the Philippines, but we also love it here. <laughs> but we, I think we got so used to the culture over there and our friends mm-hmm. back home. And um, so yeah, so we're also preparing for that. Cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Josh, for yeah, uh, sharing you. your story and some of your knowledge with us. Uh, for yeah. our listeners, thank if you. If you, you all want, yeah, no problem. If you all want to check out more information um, on Josh or some of his books and how to per- how to purchase them, or to just keep up with his move to the Philippines and all the other fun stuff that he's working on, you can check out his website, which is joshuatungle.com, J-O-S-H-U-A, 
T-O-N-G-O-L.com. Awesome. Josh, it's been a pleasure, brother. Oh, pleasure, too. Thanks, guys. It's an honor. You guys are doing a great job. I've been watching your videos since I was in the Philippines, guys. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Cool, cool man. <laughs> so hopefully awesome. we can meet in person. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that, man. Seriously. Keep it up. Keep it up. I'm inspired with Absolutely. the stuff that you put out. So thank you, guys. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Okay, well, this is Justin and Erica from You Are Creators, and we support your dreams.